Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Well, good morning, Beamer family, friends, and guests. I'd like to welcome you to Roundtable Wednesday here on Beamer's own Blog Talk Radio. It is February 7th, and I am your host, Greg Peterson, team manager here in Southern California, drying out. Don't have my galoshes on today, which is a good thing. And I am honored to be here to help you guys better yourselves as better IBDs, independent Beamer distributors. And this is our open forum, as long as we keep things compliant with Beamer. But this is our open forum to be able to ask questions, learn from each other, uh, help each other develop and grow our Beamer teams and or even if it's usage uh, tips and tricks or whatever the case may be, this is our open forum to do that. So let me get a couple items out of the way really quick before we move on to anything else. Now, you are able to listen to recordings of this and there's three different ways you can do that. Number one, you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Beamer IBDS. Once again, that is blogtalkradio.com forward slash Beamer IBDS. Or you can also on your phones, if you have an Apple phone, you can go into your podcasts app, and that's plural, podcasts, so it's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S, that's the app on your phone, click on it, then on the search uh, icon, which looks like I think a little magnifying glass, you can type in the word Beamer, B-E-M-E-R, and then that will bring up only one option, which is Blog Talk Radio for Beamer. You can click on that, and that will show you all the recorded programs that we've had, which include uh, Testimonial Tuesday, Roundtable Wednesday, and our Equine Thursdays. Now, if you have an Android phone, by going to an Android phone, it is Podcast Player. Okay, so Podcast Player on an Android phone. That's the app you would click on, once again, Look for the little search icon, type in the word Beamer, B-E-M-E-R, and then that will bring up Blog Talk Radio programs. Click on that, and all the pre-recorded 
programs are all right there at your fingertips so that if you do miss a program and are not able to listen live, because let's face it, we all have busy lives, and I do appreciate those who do log in here, then we can uh, at least be able to share information and, and pass on the good news to others. So I want to thank everybody for being here today. Um, there are some things that are going to be coming up. I do know that we have a manager's call coming up on the 15th of February, and they had postponed it. And I do know that they have some wonderful announcements uh, that they are going to be announcing in regards to uh, possibly the structure of our corporate office and the new office that's going to be located in Carlsbad and uh, some different things there. So just know that the interior structure of Beamer is continuing to evolve, grow, and improve, and they are listening to us. They put together our new advisory committee, which I am going to be a member of. It's 11 people, and what they will be doing is will be kind of the, the eyes, ears, nose, uh, and, and, and hands of the field, and we will bring to the table any issues that are brought to us as far as what's going on out in the field, ideas, suggestions, issues that are coming up, and we will determine what are the, the top items to look at, and one at a time, we will go over them, and then we will present them to the corporate office, where then the corporate office then will look into them, and they will work with us on how to resolve whatever issues or how to improve certain items or software or whatever the case may be. And then with that, we will be able to get the word back out to the field. So people know that their voices are being heard. And yes, you know, some things, it might be an easy fix. Other things, it might take six months or a year to resolve depending on how deep into the computer system or whatever the case may be that needs to be corrected. For example, um, when we got our new Evos, the previous units, they did have a third party vendor that made the little uh, protection caps for the plugins. Well, the Evo now comes with these little white silicone caps, but they're not attached to the cord. And so it, they're very easily lost and or they could become a choking hazard or anything like that with a pet, things like that. Well, when we go through the class two cleared process with the FDA, the whole unit is presented to the FDA. Any additions, if it were to be sold with those additions, then that process would have to start all over again, and the FDA would have to go through then and clear it to be allowed to be on there. Or the other option is to develop a third-party vendor that we can then purchase the caps on the side. So that's what they're looking into. So I just wanted to give you guys a little heads up of just some of the things that we know would be, or we would hope to be, a simple fix. Unfortunately, there's a lot of hoops that have to be gone through to make what we think is a simple fix, um, make it a reality. 
for us. And so it's open communication, and these are the things that we're going to be working on. So Beamer's continuing to improve and grow, and they're not sharing with us a lot of the stuff that is behind research and development, behind those double locked doors in Liechtenstein. But they're, they're looking towards the future. They have a two-year prospectus, a five-year, a 10-year, a 20-year prospectus of what is going to be coming down the road. We have multiple patents that will have yet to uh, come to fruition that will be brought into the mold as we continue to grow and develop. So just know that the future for Beamer is extremely bright. We're continuing to grow and develop and advance, and we are still hands down way ahead of anything else there. There is no competitor with Beamer. And if any company is out there saying, well, yeah, they're like Beamer, well, you know what? That tells you that it, they're not comparing themselves to anything else. They're comparing themselves to the top thing that's out there on the market. So it's a matter of educating our people, our clients, that anything, any other company out there, if they're comparing themselves to something else, that means they're trying to raise themselves up to that level. So maybe just a little something to ponder and think about when you go through your day today, knowing that we are that far ahead. Okay, so to get involved on today's conversation on Roundtable Wednesday, because literally this is your show, guys. I am just here to facilitate and allow us all to learn together. And the reason why I do this is because I like to learn from you guys. Honestly, I mean, I have been able to develop and grow my business because of you. So all you need to do is press the number one on your phone. And what that does is it brings up a little hand gesture next to your phone number on my computer screen. And then I'm able to call upon it and unmute you. And then we can go from there and have open discussion about any topics that are coming up. This could be any topic as far as uh, information on the previous unit we had or the new Evo or how do we share at different um, types of events or what materials work better? So I do see that we have a raised hand. So let me get my little cursor over here. And we have 520709. You are live on Blog Talk. Who are we speaking with today? It's Denise. I've just joined you, Greg. Hey there, Denise. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I am doing well. Um, everybody, I want to introduce you to Denise. She is a brand new IBD, Independent Beamer Distributor, here with Beamer. She had purchased her unit about a week and a half ago, and now we uh, were able to get her distributorship signed on today. And so now um, we just got everything merged. I sent an email, and I'm glad that you brought this up, Denise, because this is educational for everybody. But first, before I go into that, do you have any questions that you would like to bring up? I don't. I just wanted you to know I'm here. Well, you know what? That is awesome. That is awesome. So I tell you what, uh, Denise, I tell you what, since you're on here so far, because you're brand new, 
So far, what has been your experience on learning about Beamer and what attracted you to Beamer? The experience on the learning end has been phenomenal. A lot of education, a lot of a lot of things out there to learn on it. And I had heard of it before. And when I actually saw and felt what these treatments can do, it was amazing. Yeah. And and see, this is great. So with Beamer also, instead of treatments, what we say are sessions. So this is, this is going to be part. Thank you. There you go. And the reason being is because most of us are not medically trained or clinicians. So in the Beamer world, we do sessions on people. We do not do treatments. And, and these are things that we'll definitely learn as we go along. But you mentioned that you were introduced to it and then the education. So, folks, what I did is she had come into the market and we got her on the Beamer. And right away, I got her into the Beamer share. So, Denise, can you share what was your experiences on receiving the Beamer share uh, videos that I shared with you? The, it, to me, it was the education of them. You know, they they were just amazing for me to watch to learn more about it. Yeah, that and and this is the wonderful thing about it. So, Denise, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Enjoy your listening today, and because you are brand new, you get this here. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. We'll be talking You're to you welcome, later. girl. We'll talk with you okay. more later. Okay. 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 Thank you. you. Continue enjoying the show. All righty, folks. See, there we go. And in fact, I was on the phone with Denise right before this call, getting her signed on. So here's something, and this is a great educational item that we can go over. We do have a 30-day window. If somebody purchases a Beamer, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I would really like to um, sign on as a distributor. I decided I want to do it. Then we have the opportunity of doing that within a 30-day window. So we would go into our replicated website, and then you go into the upper right-hand corner where it says join. And, in fact, what I am going to do is I'm going to bring it up on my end here. Because I've got a couple other screens upon my Fisher Price studio here. And in the upper right hand corner of your replicated website, then it says join Beamer. And what I do, folks, through this educational process, I want to show our new people everything that Beamer has done to make this job not only easier for us but how worldwide we are. So what I first do is I go into the upper right-hand corner where it says EN slash US, and I have them click on that item. When they do that, this brings up with a, a, a little pop-up window that says Language Picker, and it has Europe, Canada, USA, Italy, and world. Under those items are all the different countries that Beamer has the same commerce agreement with. What do I mean by that? It means if I sell to somebody in Denmark, they, the company will automatically do the exchange rate and develop everything to go into your 
e-wallet, which is the holding area for our commissions. And then we get your e-wallet set up to where then it will automatically transfer money into whatever bank accounts you want. But what I do is I show them this language picker and then I say, okay, let's go down. And I always like to use the France one. So I go down to France and I click on the little circle that says FR. When I do that, it will automatically adjust my website to what it appears in France. And all the wording, everything is adjusted and it's in French. So I show this to people just to show them how advanced Beamer is above any other company out there. From my understanding, no other company actually has these options, okay? So I do that to show them. Then I click on the above and I click on the join Beamer and I follow the process on going through. Now, when a person clicks on join Beamer, then there's a couple little um, videos that pop up and I have them watch them. The first one is only like 40 seconds long. And the other one is, oh gosh, I think it's about three and a half minutes long. And yours truly is also in it. So I'll take credit for it. You know, they, they had to throw some humor into their uh, marketing, I guess. Then from that point, we click on become a distributor. From that point, a new window will pop up. And then there's another little bit longer video that's four minutes and 22 seconds long. And it kind of gives a good overview of what, uh, where Beamer's at worldwide. And it just, it, it just really shows how professional we are. Then after that, at the very top is that little orange carrot that says become a Beamer distributor. We click on that and then the verify window will pop up. And here's some things that have changed. So listen up, guys. That you'll be entering in the personal information or the individual will enter the personal information as far as their gender, first name, middle name is optional, and then last name and email. And then at the bottom, I have read, the, read and agree with the terms and conditions, the privacy, the warranty policy, everything like that uh, is all there. And then they hit, uh, they click on verify. What this does is it will send that individual an email, okay? Now, if they're doing it on their computer and you're walk, uh, walking them through it, awesome. They will go to their email. They will open up that email, and then they will click on verify within that email itself. Then the remaining steps of signing on as a distributor and or purchase will continue through the, the remaining steps. This step of sending the email, verifying the email, is one of the security reasons for doing this. Now, let's say you have somebody that doesn't have a computer and they're wanting you to do it on your computer. If they're, you, they need to be in a position where they can at least forward the email to your email on your computer, and then you can open it up on your computer and click on the verify and then continue the process 
of filling out that information to finish up the order. So that is one of the, the new steps. And does it cause a little extra work? Yes. But what it's doing is protecting us as distributors to make sure that we're not getting fictitious people signing on or anything like that. So these are the steps that we follow. Now, let's say an individual is having major computer problems and uh, they don't have an email that's working properly. If you as a distributor that's doing the sign up have some extra emails uh, that you could uh, have on the side, you can use one of those emails at least once and then you can have it sent to you uh, for this person and then you can open it up and continue the process going through and doing that. And then from that point, you're going to be able to go in and then change the email later on under their profile section as well as the web section in their back office. So, uh, guys, press number one on your phone. If you guys have had any experiences with this or any suggestions um, or ideas, go ahead and press the number one on your phone and we'll call upon you. But these are some of the things um, that uh, I went through actually this morning. So then what I do is with Denise, she had purchased previously. So I had her WS number. I was able to look it up under my orders on my computer, on my uh, back office. And I was able to get her WS number. And then I took the current WS number for signing on as a distributor and I sent an email to ibd-support at beamer.services. Okay, and I'll let you know how we go and find that information. But what I did is I sent an email and in the heading, I just put in merge distributor with Evo purchase. And then in the, in the section then down below in the comments, that's where I put in her name, her C4 number, because she's in the U.S. For those that don't know, C4, the first part of our distributorship number, C4 is for the United States, and C6 is Canadian. So that kind of can de you can determine if somebody is uh, a, signed on as a distributor in U.S. or Canada based on that. Then I entered uh, the WS number for the purchasing of her unit and then also the WS number for the uh, signing on as a distributor. And so then I asked them to merge those. Now, I immediately get an email from the company and it is what's called an NA number. And I believe it's for North America, if I'm not mistaken. I get that NA number. Now, if I want to, I could actually follow up with a phone call after we get down with blog talk here, which is what I will do. And I will talk to customer support and just mention I sent this email in and here is the NA number. So they will be able to now pull it up on their end and just verify to make sure that those, those two orders get merged together. So now Denise will uh, right away then the system will recognize her and she will be immediately an IBDJ, Independent Beamer Distributor, Junior. 
starting off at a 17% commission. And then she will also be um, qualified then for any promotions maybe that are going on at the time or whatever the case may be. So that is what's going on here. Now, for me personally, what I do for my new people, and I was doing this right before we started uh, our show today, is then I put together a nice little welcome packet. And within it, I have the information. I, I set up a thing on Word document. And so I have all the information, what her uh, IBD number is, what email she used, what her replicated website is, um, and then different steps for, for whatever reason. Let's say I fall off the face of the earth. She's going to be able to follow the steps um, on these different uh, files that I have printed out and put in this welcome packet so she could actually independently get started and get rolling just by following these instructions. And this is the things that we want to do. Now, then what I will do is set up an appointment with her and we'll have a phone call after she receives it and we will just walk through it and, and then get her started so she can go at her pace. And this is the thing I always um, enforce. We go at their pace and we have fun. Because let's face it, most of us have worked all our lives and we don't want to work anymore. We want to have fun. Well, we can have fun here. And in doing so, we're going to be able to change lives. So that's why I do this. I go that extra step. And sure, you know, it costs me a little bit of money to send this nice packet. And I also have a copy of the Beamer magazine, which, Denise, you're going to be getting a copy of the first issue of Beamer magazine. Um, and we will be doing that. Uh, so these are the things I do, folks, as a welcome and then the next thing I will be doing is getting her involved in Beamer Share, and we will get her started on that. Um, so that way she can right away just be watching some videos, too, on her own time, although we know she's a busy person. So I see we have another hand raised, and I have a feeling I might know who this is. It is 515-205. You are live on Blog Talk. Hey there, Greg. How are you today? Steve G. I figured it was the master Steve, and I have a feeling I know what team he's rooting for in the uh, Super Bowl here. Well, yes, that would be the Kansas City Chiefs. My nephew works for them. (laughs) I think that's pretty cool, and I love how you share that. Okay. Well, listen, spring's coming, and we got some spring weather uh, in February here, and it's got people thinking about hopefully uh, how to prospect and market Beamer. And uh, I thought maybe I would, you could share uh, with people things, some some do's and some don'ts of uh, participating in trade shows or flea markets or or uh, you know functions where you're, you don't want to have a, where you can you show up to a a function that you paid for, and you find out there's another person there. And uh, I thought I'd open that up so that you could share with that, Greg. 
You you bet. And Steve, that's a great subject matter. And I'm going to keep you on here um, because I'm going to um, refer back to you, uh, too, because your sales experiences are beyond amazing here. So the first thing that we want to do, people, is make sure that um, if a if a gunfighter is going to go to a gunfight, is he going to walk in there with his britches down to his knees and uh, uh, no uh, cap on or anything like that? No, he's going to come prepared to the gunfight. He's going to have his holster in place. He's going to have his bullets ready to go. Uh, he's going to have his hat. He's going to have that look in his face. He's going to go in there with determination. We want to be able to do the same thing as a Beamer distributor. We want to be prepared. We want to have our tools ready to go, and we want to have the support behind us for that. So this is where always practice beforehand with your team members. Now, you can say upline or downline, but bottom line is, is we are all people, we're on the same level, and we all help out each other. So making sure you have Beamer share, number one, is, is really important. Um, and then also, uh, like you mentioned, Steve, let's say there's an event that is going on in your local area. You first want to contact the event, find out are you able to set up there, getting the information as far as what size of a location, what do they supply, what would you need to be able to supply, do you need electricity or not, what is the cost, is it one day, is it two days, how many days, is it um, maybe kind of figure out what type of flow, what type of people show up, what is the location uh, within the different vendors, um, you know, all of these things you're going to want to look at. And this is where you come in as a team and you work together. Um, and then on a side note, too, uh, everybody in September is going to be the convention at, in Long Beach, California. Make sure you plan ahead. I believe it's the 19th and 20th of September. So mark your, calendar, mark your calendars because I believe that both Roger Fouch and I are going to be doing a seminar on how to set up Beamer booths at locations, what are the tips and tricks and the things there. So that's something to definitely be looking forward to. So we'll be doing that. But getting back to this, so now let's say, you uh, number one, you need to have been to an academy. You need to go to and have an academy under your belt because you need to be trained on um, knowing the basics about Beamer. It's always good to have a more experienced distributor with you, if at all possible, on your first couple uh, booth experiences and then being able to, to set up. And then also finding out if someone, another Beamer distributor is going to be at that event. And what you would do then is in our back office now, we have an electronic version of going into your distributor library and finding out as far as booth options go. So what I'm doing, guys, right now, I've gone into my Beamer back office, and I'm going down to distributor library, and on distributor library, I'm scrolling all the way down to legal and compliance. It's the second from the last. Legal and compliance. When I click on legal and compliance, there are several options. 
And I do know there's a Beamer Expo and Trade Show form. When you click on that, um, it says access here. And I click on that, a new window will open up. And then there's a little picture that pops up. It says Beamer Exposition Request Form. And what you do is you click on Start Now, and that brings up a, a, little, a quick little questionnaire. You fill in your name, email, distributor number, the date of the academy that you attended, what is the name of the expo, what are the dates of the expo, the location, the, if the expo has a website, um, and then the number of team members attending, if you're going to have other people, uh, the team member names and their IBD numbers that are going to be there, and then what are the approximate number of attendees that might be showing up at that event, and then number of Beamer units available, how many units are you going to have at that event, and then you click Submit. That way, the company knows um, who's going to be there, and this is productive for you as a distributor because they have, the company has received phone calls from people that have called and said, you know what, I lost the contact information. There was a Beamer distributor at this one event, and I would like to get a hold of them because I want to purchase a Beamer. And that individual who had that booth there did not have a form filled out, so the company has no idea what distributor was at that event. So the company then said, look, you know, we don't have record of who that was, but we will forward you to uh, one of our managers that will be able to help take care of you. So because that distributor failed to follow the process, they lost a Beamer sale. This is why it's so important to do that, number one. Number two, if there is another distributor that is going to be at that event and it's a small event, they want to make sure that they have only one distributor there. We don't want to have battling distributors or having making bad blood. This has happened. This happened out in the Palm Desert area. It was an equine event, and unfortunately, a couple distributors almost got into a fisticuffs type of thing. But here's the thing, folks. A lot of the equine people witnessed this, and it gave Beamer a bad name. And for two years following, people were still talking about that. So we want to make sure we stay professional all along the way, and we represent Beamer in the highlight. So, uh, Steve, are there some other items that I can bring up that uh, I may have missed? Well, as far as uh, this show, no, I think you were very – very thorough with that. I just sit there going right along with you, thinking about the things that uh, you know I, I brought and the things that Roger and uh, yourself have showed me, shared with me, and uh, of course we all uh, can use critique. You know, none of us are, are perfect at it, so always be open to learning for sure. Most, most definitely. And, and things change, too. And one thing we always want to be very observant of, and don't feel bad if you only have a couple people get on the Beamer. It only takes one individual. But just do not put all your 
eggs in one basket or feelings in this case in one basket. You might have an individual that comes in and you know they need a Beamer in their life, but they are just not that open to receiving the information or they have a very negative attitude or whatever the case may be. Remember that this is, okay. yeah, go, go ahead, Steve. Well, one of the things that you, you can work with is, is uh, asking questions that are open, meaning that they have to respond to them. And we have open-end questions, and you can carry on a conversation. And if you have a, what they call a closed-end question, that pretty much stops the conversation. So make sure the so, questions that you're asking are open. So give me an example of that, Steve, because a lot of people might not be familiar with that. Well, asking a question of, you know, uh, you know, normal like where are you from you know and and how long have you lived there or you know uh, questions as far as uh, anything to do with maybe like the health care uh, just making sure that you when you answer a question is not a like a yes or no then you have nowhere else to go with the conversation okay that's so what I was looking for I would, that's what I was looking for. So an open-ended conversation or question is one where they have to fill in the blanks, and a closed-ended uh, question is only just a yes or no. Correct. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then, so one thing I was also getting at, too, is remember, folks, it's a numbers game. So let's say if you had a pail of oysters and you had 100 oysters in that pail, and you knew that three of those oysters – had a beautiful pearl inside. Well, you start shucking those oysters, opening them up, cracking them open. Nope, that doesn't have one. Nope, that doesn't have one. And you go through like 20 or 25, and you don't have any, but you know that there's three in there that do. You're going to continue going through, and then finally, boom, one pops up, you found one. So now you're going to continue, and your emotions go higher. Oh, they start to go down a little bit because now you're going through several empty ones, and then you hit another good one. Sharing the beamer is the same yeah. way, folks. We want to we want to share beamer, and with each individual, we're learning, we're practicing, we're practicing how to share the beamer with them on getting them into your beamer share, sending them the information making sure the information is getting to them before they walk out of your booth. That's one thing I do with my Beamer share. And I found out at the Iowa State Fair this year that I was sending them Beamer shares, but they weren't able to open the links if they had um, like a certain uh, cell server as such. And I found out that they had to respond back to my text message uh, by saying hi or hello or sending an emoji and sending it that way the system recognized me as being okay and not being spammed because their system was blocking the videos from being opened up. And, and the first part of the people on my first day um, were not um, able to open up their videos just because of that fact. So I was able to find out who these are, find out then not only were they able to open it up, but if I had entered the right phone number or not. And that's really important as well, because there was a couple times um, to uh, be able to do that. Uh, let's see. I see, uh, I think we might have 
um, Chad on board. Um, hey, Chad, are you listening uh, today on Blog Talk? And if so, can you raise your hand by pressing the number one on the phone? I would love to see if you are on um, because I did receive a text message from him, and who I'm uh, referring to is uh, Dr. Chad Byler, uh, who is uh, one of the head individuals of our marketing department now, along with Megan, and uh, I don't see his hand being raised. He might be busy doing other things. They're extremely busy here. So anyway, continuing on, guys, um, these are the things that I have learned and through practice. Does it happen on your very first person? No. I have seen now after doing the state fair, I'm averaging about 300 to 350 people a year just at the Iowa State Fair alone. And so after doing that five years, um, that's over 1,500 people there and then all the other people I've done throughout. So I've, I've uh, gotten over probably 2,000 to 2,500 people on the Beamer um, over my seven years uh, being with Beamer. And there's highs and there's lows, but the only way we can share this is by getting people the information, listening to them, understanding where they're coming from, and supplying the information that meets their needs. Not what you think they need, but working with them, and they will highly respect that. And then also... Hey, Greg. Go for it, Steve. Greg? Yep. So, so a, a personal situation uh, with a, a client of mine that I shared the, the Beamer with, hooked him up with the Beamer share, and uh, and this little light touches uh, every now and then because he was not like you know kind of you got to figure out what the temperature of the person is, meaning uh, how hot they are, or how cold they are, or where they're at with the process. And so I set the seed. I spent some time, not a ton of time, but a little bit of time, and then I went out and then I would just touch base. I'd send just touch base, just a little touch. And uh, this spring, uh, well, actually this fall, late fall, uh, 7.30 in the morning, I get a phone call. And it says, Steve, it's John. Hey, John. I'm not going to have to wake. Hey, it's John. He goes, what are you doing today? I said, I'll be around. He says, I want to order my Beamer today. I mean, just off the wall. Yep. So everybody's process is different. And so those little light touches, maybe a, a text, if you know the person, or a Beamer share, or just something, not, not bombard them, but just light little touches, it's just like putting a seed out there, and it just starts growing, and it, you never know. There you go, and that, that's the way definitely to do it because we, once again, want to respect them because we don't know what's going on in their lives. I know um, I've, I've got an individual that's uh, developing a beautiful ring for um, a lovely lady that uh, one of these days I'm going to be settling down with, and um, here I was hoping he would be able to work on it a little bit more, but unfortunately uh, he had a mother-in-law that uh, had to go into hospice, and only three days later that she passed away, and then they were dealing with that. So we never know what's going on behind the scenes with other people. All we can do is just, like Steve said, a nice little light touch, and then 
that will keep their thought process or keep you more towards the top of their list of things that's going on in their life. And when the time is right, um, it will happen. So we're coming down to a minute left, Steve. I want to thank you, Steve, for helping out today. Um, you definitely also deserve this, my friend, and so much more. <laughs> so, thank you, Rick. Appreciate, you're appreciate it. Have, a, have an amazing day, everybody. You too. you too, Steve. Thank you so much. So with that, everybody, I want to make sure that everybody also, if you can, listen in on Equine Thursday, uh, Testimonial Tuesdays. Listen to the recordings. We're, we're able to see the numbers of just the numbers, not your phone numbers, but how many people have listened to this show or that show or whatever. Share with your team members. Share with your managers, your upline, different things there. And um, have them start to get involved again as we continue to grow because this is going to be one of our resources, a very simple resource on how to stay in the know with everything. So with that, everybody, I want to thank everybody for their contributions today. And I want to wish everybody a wonderful, wonderful week. And we will see you next week. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.